Good morning. Ready to do a podcast, Chris. What's going on? Yeah, we are. We're we're back. We haven't. Uh, let's see. I'm going to get everybody positioned good here. Yeah. Uh, we haven't been on for about two weeks lately. We missed last week. Yeah, we had. It was like we had kind of a crazy week, though. You know, we were we were a little busy. Um, we're still a little busy. Yeah, a lot a lot busy. So, good morning, Arthur. How are you? Good, sir. How about yourself? You know, pretty dang good. So we're going to stick with yeah. us for a second. We're going to talk about some business. Yes, and then we're going to introduce you and then we're going to get into it. So I'm really excited about this one because, you know, meeting you, we're down at Mark Elliott's was pretty impressive. You know, yeah. walked away going, wow, you know, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So we'll get into that here in a second. But uh, mm -hmm. so, Chris, we've had, a, you know, busy couple weeks. We've got a busy yeah. like three weeks ahead of us. Right, Chris? I mean, the next three weeks are going to be nuts. I, I mean, I kind of look at it more like the next three months, but yeah, um, <laughs> it's uh, the next three weeks are busy. You're you're doing some fun stuff. You're doing some military stuff. Um, we've got more trainings coming up. You're going to wax stock. Um, I'm so I'm going to to Boise for a little bit. Oh wow! Um, yeah. Cool. You guys driving up then? No, we're all flying. Oh, good for you! Uh, I'm take, yeah, taking my kids, taking my kids on the airplane for the first time. Oh wow! <laughs> they're gonna yeah, be, they're gonna be nervous like dad is. <laughs> uh, maybe, but they 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 agreed to do it. You know, I went to them first, and I said, "All right, I'm about to buy these tickets. You're either gonna, you know, you got to tell me now if you're not gonna get on the airplane." So, yeah, you, know, <laughs> you got to screw with your son a little bit. What you do is you look at him, and you go, "Okay, son, everything's good to go. We're gonna do a countdown. You know, zero one, zero two, zero three. If we get to zero seven, we're in trouble. If we're off the, off the ground. Watch those white knuckles grab a hold of that seat a little bit. So want to bit. I think I think he'll do all right. Yeah. So it. So last week, uh, we were a little worried. Diane smashed her hand. Uh, turned out it was just soft tissue injury, but you know it was one of those things. So she's in a brace now. Uh, and then um, we actually had Diane and I had our first. Uh, extended drill together ever. We've never been, you know, we've never been in the same unit. We are right now. And uh, it's kind of a first. We're kind of coming in <clears throat> with the with the Cal Guard with a mounted unit. And uh, it's not a new unit, but it's 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 newly expanded. And so um, I always talk about, it's kind of ironic that Aaron's on. I talk about <clears throat> people, whether you're, I don't care what age you are, of, of trying new things. And so yeah. I hadn't ridden a horse in 28 years. Uh, that's me on the right. Um, that's not my horse. That was an LA good friend of mine. Um, is uh, that's one of his his horses. He just retired out from LA County Sheriff's, and that's one of his duty horses. So he's got two. But um, we decided not to bring ours up because Diane had a little injury, and I didn't want to take a chance on injuring her. But that was on Saturday. It was hotter than hell, especially with all the equipment on. But we really proved ourselves um, to the military department of the usefulness it was pretty cool to be you know we're, we we do a lot of searching and a lot of uh we look for shit you know and to look for shit on the ground versus looking for stuff on a horse uh holy crap i should have got on the horse thing a long time ago uh hey they do a lot of the work but i'll tell you after two hours in the saddle on various terrain uh, yeah, my booty felt a little interesting. You know? <laughs> it wasn't my saddle. It was, you know, it wasn't my horse. But this horse, uh, Trike, was his name. 
uh, man, he, he just pointed. This guy knew it. You know, he'd been in law enforcement for for most of his career. And uh, my buddy Pedro, uh, holy crap, this horse just knew what he was doing, and and it was it was awesome. It was awesome. So, so can can you see the the clues and the evidence you're looking for a little better from on top of the horse? Is that put it this, put it this way? The ground crews picked up about forty five percent of the evidence, and the horse crews picked up about eighty percent. That's insane. Huh. Yeah. And so, you know, the vantage point, I've worked with the horses a lot, but to be, you know, a full-time rider now and see it from that perspective is even tracking. We're, we're doing some tracking with the horses and um, it's just amazing, you know, to, to be able to take and see what's, especially at night, how clearly if you know what you're doing. And so, we're really going to start. Uh, I'm, I'm going to start. Matter of fact, I'm going to take my horse out this afternoon. And I'm just going to start tracking people. You know, I'm going to send rabbit, what we call rabbits out, and Rip and I are just going to track. And uh, pretty amazing the value of it and uh, what it was. And and uh, you know, it uh, was pretty cool. So good weekend. Um, last night we did something really cool. If you guys don't know what disc is that we're putting the leadership of the Detail Mafia, the board, uh, the advisory board, and uh, Chris and I through uh, DISC. Uh, it's like an, ass an assessment. Yeah, and DISC assessment on each person. And then uh, Jody, our buddy from Road FS, uh, he's the trainer for that. Amazing guy. And uh, Jody went through and he's, he's, he's teaching us how to interact and get the most power out of each other based off of our personalities and i want to tell you i mean it's not 100 percent, but it's it's 80 percent accurate to i mean in general if you generalize a disc a disc assessment it nails you pretty good i, I was going to say i think it's more than 80 percent pretty good you and know I, I i think those last few percentage are just probably the stuff we really don't want to admit it's more accurate than it's not it, you know, I'd agree. Or the things that you want to change, you know, yeah. not really change, but uh, the things that you want to learn how to adjust to, you know. So if you haven't done a disc assessment, um, you know, highly recommend it. I've done it back in the day, uh, but it wasn't, I don't know, this is a lot more um, clarity, you know, and using it towards business and a big group like ours on how to manage people. So I don't care if you've got one, even for yourself, because what it will do is teach you how to deal with different personalities. You know, so it was pretty cool. Yeah, but it was it was interesting. You know, we, we measured us. We're kind of like opposite ends of the spectrum. Dead opposite. You and I. Yeah, dead <laughs> opposite. But again, I think that brings balance. We just got to learn to, you know, it really it, it it. You know, I walked away going, okay, this is how, this is how Chris. You know, this is what makes him tick, and this is what drives him nuts, and this is what concerns him, and this is what motivates him. And so if you're really – if you want to get – you know yourself, or you should, there's no surprises in that about me, you know, for, for myself. I'm not concerned about myself. I was concerned about learning how to work with the other people and looking at their assessment so I can take and engage with them at a more meaningful level. So it was great hearing about myself. I, you know, I mean, not that I don't care. I do, but I want to learn how to take and get – to, to make every effort that we, we make with other people, which, which is, you know, Aaron, our guest today is young. Everything that you do is relationship based in business in life. And so if you can learn how to take in 
work with those other personality types, that's what counts. Pretty cool. Hey, Chris, do you want to do the introduction of this young man real quick? I sure will. Um, so today's guest, you're staring right at him. But uh, here, hold on. I'm a little behind. I have some, I have a few notes and, and I don't have them up. Um, but uh, anyway, today's guest is Arthur Mann. And I pronounced that right, didn't I, Arthur? It's Arthur Mon. Mon. Oh, there we go. See, I pronounced it wrong. That's why my teachers call me Mr. Man. Well, okay. Well, I, I'm sure I, I, I'm sure I'm not the only one, huh? Um, so here's what's cool about Arthur. Uh, we met him um, a couple months ago. He was 14. Um, he's aged a lot since then. He's now 15 years old. Uh, he had a birthday recently. But uh, it's pretty cool. Arthur is an entrepreneur and a detailer, uh, like most of us. So, um, you know, we met him. We just know a little bit about him. We're going to learn more. But his passions are running a business um, and detailing boats. He actually specializes a little bit more in boats than, than cars, I think, right? Yes, sir. And, um, you know, he learned he learned his skills uh, working alongside his dad, Philip, who is a boat builder. And... Um, uh, his company name is AM Detailing out there in the Jacksonville, Florida area. And uh, like Rennie said, you know, he's, he's proof that your age doesn't uh, define who you are in business, uh, that you are the one who defines who you are. So uh, it's going to be pretty, pretty cool to get to know Arthur right now and get a perspective from one of the youngest faces in the industry. This is such an honor. And, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take and jump into something. When I met Arthur... When we met Arthur, you know, because Chris was, you know, down there with us, right? Mm -hmm. uh, yes, sir. I think it was Mark Elliott came up and he said, hey, I got to introduce you to somebody. And, you know, Arthur, we talked. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I got my start on my bicycle. So I know you did a video, you know, yeah. to bike. And uh, it it's a replica of my bike. Unfortunately, the real bike got stolen when I was, as a uh, matter of fact, I was your age uh, when it got stolen. But, um, you know, I got my start on, on a bike. You know, and rolling around and and and, doing it. and so, just listening to this young man and talking with him is that immediately, I could see um, a lot in him and and, and a lot that uh, he's the future of entrepreneurship, not just detailing. Because honestly, I think he's going to take it such amazing different directions that it's going to be a fun show to watch. You know, as as this young man man matures, but he's pretty mature already. I mean, it's hard to believe. When I was standing across from him, and I was sitting there looking at a 14-year-old, you know, teenager because he conducts himself in such a way. So I, I want to get into that because first off, happy birthday. When was your birthday? When was your uh, March 31st. Oh, cool. So not too yes, long sir. ago. There you yes, go. Sir. Happy birthday. That's pretty Thank cool. You, okay. Yes, so I got to ask you before we even jump in. Yeah. So 16th birthday is around the corner. <laughs> Rowdy car, the car that you're probably, that you, you think you're going to, you're going to really want. And then if, if you could go out and just buy a car, you know, at 16, what, what would those cars um, be? So what I really want for my first car that actually like fits the price range that I'm looking for is probably like a Ford F-150, just a truck. And then for, I guess you could say for a dream car, if I had all the money in the world, probably a Ferrari F-40. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. You, would, you would need all the money in the Yeah, in you, the would. Yeah, you no, would. So. That's cool. So not a, not a new Ferrari, an F-40. That's I love that. Cool. Tells you a little bit about something about this young man right there. Okay, now the next one, and I, I think I know the answer to this. Why an F-150? 
Uh, cause boats, honestly, and trailering and stuff like that for my dad's boats, stuff like that. I dig it. I knew it was going to be related back to that. That's pretty cool. <laughs> you keep with that. So, hey, you know, I want to share real quick before we get into the questions. Streamant has three standards. I mean, three standards that right away stood out, and I think you're going to be able to see it already if you, if you don't. Um, you will by the end of this, this conversation. He's very respectful. Is And, you know, a lot of people say, oh, this generation. No, nah, I don't dig that, man. I meet so many wonderful young people. But he takes it to another level. Okay, He's he's a five percenter, if that, maybe a one percenter. He's buildable. What's buildable mean? It means he's trainable and he's, he's, he's you're able to mentor him. And he, he accepts it and he talks and he listens. And I think he listens. And, you know, I'd love to talk to your parents about this. But, you know, I think he listens more than he speaks. Yeah. Is that you, can, you can see him. And, and, and when he addresses you, yes, sir, no, sir, uh, things like that, it's not necessary. That's in his DNA, you know, of, of how he's conducting himself and, and probably some good beatings from your dad and mom. Yeah, and my parents would be happy hearing about that. They're both watching right now. So. Right, right. And so, you know, beatings. he hit me. He, I mean, the second I met him, I'm just like, I was just like blown away at how this young 14-year-old is conducting himself like a 40 year old, you know, but yet he's still young. Look at his, he's got charm. He's got, he's got, he's, you know, the only thing we have to instill in this young man and it's our, it's your parents, it's, it's your family, it's your friends, but it's also your industry. And it's also entrepreneurs is we just got to lay down some wisdom for you. And then it's your job to follow that wisdom. And immediately upon meeting you within the hour, I could see you absorbing wisdom from people that were around us. And I was just like, oh man, that is just, this kid's so cool. And he's just got, you know, he's just got his pace. He's got his pace in order, man. He's doing it. He's making this happen. And so why is this, why is this kid? Some people are going to ask, why is this 15 year old kid on here? Is because he's the future of entrepreneurship. He's, he, he's the now. We've got to have youth to keep us fresh, man. And this young man's making it happen. And so now that I've swelled your head, and sorry, mom and dad, I don't know if it's going to be out that door. But you know what? It, it is. I was so proud of you, and I'm sure your parents are too, that you you just you are such a, a breath of fresh air, you know, in, in your generation. And I think it's every generation. I, I'm not buying in. I mean, you're that age. Do you think your generation's that bad? Or do you, do you see some friends that have got it together? I mean, there's bad and everywhere, honestly. You see, that's unfair to say that one generation's worse than the other. There's the wisdom. See I mean, look at look at look at them already. So hey, so so I related to this because I started at such a young age too. And I started towing it around on a on a bicycle. And mm -hmm. so, you know, there's a lot of me that that looks at you and just goes, Hey, don't do what I did, you know, don't don't follow the exact path, you know, take the easier path. Um, and I know something that you said to me is is that resonated was your parents seemed really important to you is that when i was talking to you is that you could feel it coming out of you of uh, that they were important to you so let's talk about that a little bit and just what what's really been a role model for you uh probably just seeing my dad like starting front runner it was like back in 2018 like 
put me in the shop, get me to work. Like without him, honestly, I'd probably be in bed right now, like watching like YouTube or something. Like he really got me up on my feet to start working. Like put me up like with the buffer in my hand when I was like 10 or 11. We're transforming the shop and just all that. So he's like a big inspiration to my mom also. Like she's a stay at home mom, but she's still a big part of this family. And she really holds us together. And she's a big part of my heart. Well, that's the hardest job of all. I don't care what yes, it uh so 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 watching 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 your parents you know your mom what an honor too you know to have for your mom and dad there's a big price they pay and again i i always felt talking to you for that short time that you kind of knew that you know that you knew that you had something you know and the people around you um so you told me um when did you start your officially start your business uh i got like it's kind of complicated, I guess. So in like eighth grade, at the end of the year, we had a couple of my dad's boats in the neighborhood. And I'm like, I want to clean them. Like, I just want to like make sure they get cleaned up. I don't want them getting like bad, like some other boats that sit outside like all day for like a year. And so I was just texting them on Facebook and like, can I clean your boat? Like my dad built your boat. I'm just trying to like do something. I was cleaning them. I was going to clean them like for free just to help out. And they started paying me. I'm like, oh, this is actually pretty fun. I kind of like it. And then my brother Malachi that owns a business with me, uh, ninth grade year, we decided to like, we got good at it. We were like seeing a lot of potential and just cleaning my dad's boats. And we're like, why don't we just make it a business and just get this thing rolling? God, so how cool is that? And so, so how, okay, so I gotta ask you a question and you gotta kind of play this careful because dad's on the line. <laughs> how cool is your dad's boats? Are they pretty cool? The best. Are they really? Yes, sir. It, and so you guys, ninth grade, you start rolling out and you decide, okay, so similar story. And I'm going to relate this back is that I, I got into it, not with cars too. I got into it with airplanes. Mm -hmm. and it was the same way. I just wanted to be around airplanes. So I was like, man, I'll come out and I'll clean these airplanes for free. I don't, you know, so exactly. they teach me to fly right in exchange for it. And then they're like, Hey man, you're doing such a good job. You can't do this for free. And so mm -hmm. I remember the first time now, this is a long time ago. This is like, if you know your history, like the Wright brothers, you know, I mean, this is going yeah. yeah, it's, it's, it's 20 bucks. I remember getting my first $20 bill. That was a big deal. How I grew up where I grew up, you know? And then I remember seeing my first, my first hundred dollar bill I ever saw in my life was one I earned. That's and awesome. wasn't it a sense of, do you take, do you get pride out of doing this? When you, when you take a boat and you kind of turn it around when it's a little dirty and you turn it around, what yeah. what's it make you feel like when you turn around and you look at it when you're done? Uh, it honestly kind of warms my heart up because like you can make that boat look brand new again and get it to like back to the owner. And like when their wife and kids hop on the boat, like they get to look at the boat and say, like, Dad, this boat's like insanely nice. They can go out, have a good time at the sandbar without having to worry about like the boat not looking good or anything like that. It just kind of makes me happy, honestly. You know, I've I've only detailed one boat. There's a reason for that because when I turned around and looked at that boat, I was like, "Thank God that's over. I'm never doing it again." <laughs> that's a whole different beast, right? And, and so, so you know, I think do you, why detailing though? I mean, you obviously, you know, kids have a lot of different opportunities. Yeah, and, you know, you've been doing it because what what year what year of high school are you finishing up right now? Sophomore year. I'm an, I'm still a freshman, but I'm on a three year program to uh, graduate early. Why is that not shocking? <laughs> you know, why does that not surprise me? 
And so, you know, why stick with detailing? What, what's, what? Well, my dad started his business when he was young, like me, but he, he was in landscaping. I worked for him for a little bit. I like landscaping, but it wasn't really like my thing, I guess. Like I wasn't the best at it. I didn't really like it that much. I still worked for him there, but detailing, I just like, I'm just pretty good at it, I, I guess. So when he had a buffer in my hand, I said like, can I work with Ishmael, which is one of our finishing guys at the shop? which he buffs like coal sides, where the engines go and everything like that. And I was working with him. I learned a lot. I'm like, dang, if I can make a boat look like that to that, like, why don't I just do it? I like it a lot. It's fun to me. So why not just make some money off of it and do something I actually like to do? That's cool. So your customers, let's talk about people that, you know, you're probably getting to the point now that where you don't know every single customer you're detailing with. Mm -hmm. What's the reactions when they see your age? You know, what, what, what's uh, some of the reports you hear? So most of them, uh, when I'm texting them on like Facebook or whatever, when I go to meet them in person, they're like, I thought you were like in your 20s or something. I wasn't expecting a 15-year-old to pull up to my house with a Viking trailer. I'm like, yeah, but I, I can make it look like, I can make your boat or car look amazing. So I'm just like, give me a chance. Like, I'll show you, I'll prove you. And I do it and I get them on a schedule like every two weeks or something. And they're just like fabric. Like, they're like, oh my gosh, I couldn't, I couldn't think a 15-year-old could do this after school, honestly. How cool is that, man? That just mm -hmm. warms my heart to hear that. And then what uh, – you made a video that shows your bike. That, mm -hmm. Again, that really won me over. So you mentioned it right now. So what's the reaction when people come out and they see you, you know, triking around on a bike? What are the, what, what's some of this, the things you hear? Uh, some people are like, why don't you have a car? I'm like, I'm only 15, man. I can't have a car. So that's one of them. And other people think it's absolutely awesome, awesome how I – come right after school, at, get off of school at 2, get at the house at like 2.15, hop on the bike, roll up to the house, get there around 2.30, 2.45. Then they're like, this is insane. Like I was like, you got here quick. And I, I make sure like the trailers really organized me and Malachi. We make sure it's like all the ways distributed evenly and all that because we don't want to roll the trailer rolling down the road. There you but go. a lot of people think it's actually really cool, which I wasn't expecting. How, how old is Malachi? He's 17. Oh, right on. Cool. Um, so who, who and what influences? So let's talk about the people that influence you. And naturally, you know, we've heard about your parents. Mm -hmm. um, and then what influences you? I mean, are you, are you doing this because you just love it? Are you enjoying the money? What, tell me kind of what's going on. I'm doing it mostly cause I actually like, like it. Like a lot of kids right now want to chase like the bread, chase the money and go do that. But I don't think that satisfies you at the end of the day. Like, I wouldn't want to wake up in the morning and say, dang, I hate what I'm doing, but I'm getting paid good. I'd rather get paid dirt money for something I love, honestly. You know, you've got you've got a couple of you got a couple of the biggest traits, right, that lead to success. The first mm -hmm. one is a passion for it. And then, you know, the other is like a dedication and drive for it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I mean, that's cool, right? The the other stuff, the education and the training you know, the hours of practice and experience, yeah. that's all going to come, come right after that. But the, uh, the passion and the dedication is what's key. So, mm -hmm. you know, Arthur, you hit on something. We're going through this, this disc analysis, right? We're really looking at, you're looking deep at you and ask a bunch of questions and it kind of nails your personality and your traits. And I've, I've been going back and looking at my own career. And, mm -hmm. and I remember you, you just hit on a nerve. I remember, you know, I left detailing, right? On to bigger and better things is going to be a multimillionaire. And, and, and that process slowed down, you know? 
I made some money when I was, you know, still a teenager and sold my first company. And then I realized it's going to be a little harder to, to achieve that millionaire status. Yeah. Uh, what I thought. But what I did is I started going into different things and I never really, I liked what I was doing, but I didn't love what I was doing. Yeah. And when I got back into detailing, I remember for a short while feeling I'd step back. You know, my friends, my family were kind of judging me that, you know, I wasn't making the money. I was back blue collar. I was back working with my hands. I was really, you know, we were suffering. I mean, it was, yeah. it was not easy, you know, taking that step back. But you said something that you'd rather, you know, work for dirt than, than get up and do something that you just don't like. And I, yeah. and at times detailing, even though I loved it, there were times it was so challenging. I was ready to quit. I've had but, that about four or five times. Right. It's it really stressful. It does. And then I just kept remembering, hey, man, remember how badly I wanted to make this work when I started it? Because mm -hmm. I didn't like not being around cars. You know, I love being around cars. I love being around airplanes. In your, in your case, you love being around boats, right? I just That's loved right. it. And, and so I just kept building it. And slowly but surely that empire – started to form it started with a foundation and those foundation times you know that first three four years was when i was really contemplating man is this going to work you know because everybody around me was questioning me really what what went on is i started listening to the people not me is yeah. others were questioning me which got into my ear into my mind and into my heart and mm -hmm. and i wish i just would have shut that noise down you know, and because at your age, this might just be one corner brick in a foundation mm -hmm. that's a multi-level empire that you're building at this age. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't know where this is going to go. And it's so cool to do it. So since you started, oh, let's go back. So influences. Let's mm -hmm. talk about what really motivates person-wise. Is, is you, you mentioned your parents. Is Malachi, is, does your brother, your older brother, I mean, do you guys talk yeah. business, do you guys talk shop together? Do you, can you repeat that? My computer flagged out. Uh, Mel Malachi and you, do you guys like, do you guys dream together? Do you guys yeah. like, is, it, it's, it's so, do you, are you guys like-minded in the fact that, you know, you want these businesses, you want yeah. to build stuff? So tell me what, what, when it comes to business, what influences you? On, uh, I just, what influenced me is probably just like, honestly just like it and also being with my brother just like cleaning car it's like it's honestly fun like also it's just fun hanging out with them we just we have fun doing it we like we're making memories together that we'll never forget like i'm excited to one day tell my family like ayo me and malika are running around on a bike in a trailer making money to help y'all and all this other stuff like we're just making memories and i'm having fun i'm loving life so what a great outlook man a lot of people don't look at even even people you know my age they just don't look mm -hmm. at the memory factor you know yeah and what it's going to, you know, all of us got an expiration date, you know, in this world, yeah. not of us going to live forever and building those memory. That's, that's wisdom beyond your years, mm -hmm. young man. you know, big yeah. time wisdom. Um, since you started, what's one of the, so you said there's been times you wanted to quit. What's yes. some of the lessons that you've learned, you know, is obviously you didn't quit. You wanted to a couple times, right? But you, yes. kept, going, you kept going. So what's yeah. some lessons that you've learned that you, you, you could share with other people? Honestly, also, you, you really got to love what you're doing. That's like a big thing for me. And also, 
gotta step out your comfort zone, man. Like you can't just sit in that little like comfy little like ball, I guess you want to say, and just sit there and expect all everything to work your way. Like you just gotta hop out that comfort zone and like do things you're not gonna be like happy with. But at the end, you'll be happy. But you just gotta hop out that comfort zone and also just, I guess, just having the drive. Mm. Just a lot of drive in there. I would agree. I said, you know, you just hit it because, you know, the thing that you've got going for you is passion. Because if you don't like what you're doing, when those hard days come up that you want to quit, you're going to quit. Yeah. If you don't really love what you're doing, you know, and I love it goes back to your first answer. If you're going to get your dream car, the two answers, one gets your boat and stuff. It helps you detail. And the other one is an F40, which shows that you know your cars. Um, So the passion's there, right? So when you when you look at the future and you Malachi are out working and it's just Arthur, it's just Malachi, and you're kind of working on a boat. When you guys start talking about your dreams, what are some of those dreams? What do you guys kind of foresee in the future for you guys? Uh, my dream is just to have like a honestly like just have a strong family, like make sure like my kids never have to go through any hard times or anything like that, and just build like a strong family. And just like make sure like all my family never have to worry about money or anything like that ever again and wow. things like that. And also like another thing about the last question, another big thing is just like you got to put like your 100 into everything. Like if you're not putting your 100% in everything, like you can't expect to make it. Like I'd rather have one car a week and make it 100% than have 20 cars a week and make them all 25%. I love that. I absolutely love that. I agree. I agree with that. I love your answer about the family, you know, um, you know, I know that this isn't the case for everybody. Uh, you know, Rennie is an example of not having, you know, not having everything when he was younger and going through hardships. I was lucky enough to where my family, you know, um, was able to provide pretty much everything I needed when I was younger. And I do, I, I do take a lot of comfort in the fact that I'm doing the same for my kids. You know, mm-hmm. it makes me, it makes me feel good. And that's a, uh, that's a big part of why I do everything I do. Yeah. No. And it's not the case. I think that, you know, if, when you're young, like you can, and you, you can grow up in a stable environment. A lot of times the stability will be passed along. And it, it was one of the, you know, being forthcoming is it was one of the biggest struggles I had because of having such a, you know, there was a couple big splashes in my, in my, in my, well, even before I was born, right? Before I was born, there was a big splash. And that ripple effect, the ripples coming from that splash, the splash was long gone, but the ripples kept going, you know? Yeah. And then splash two and then splash three, you know? So they kept, kept having ripples. And that, I'll tell you, it took well into probably those ripples will never stop in my entire life, unfortunately, mm-hmm. you know? You can control the ripples or the effect of them. Uh, it's just like, you know, you're out with your dad is that he's he's yeah. piloting the boat. There's rough water. He knows where to go on that rough water and not yeah. to go. And so, you know, I love your answers that you're going to look for smooth, you know, smooth, uh, smooth waters and yeah. try to try to keep it like that. That's brilliant. And again, yeah. wisdom beyond, you know, <laughs> so I'm sure you're I don't have to say this. I'm sure your parents are really proud of you, of both of you. Now, do you have other brothers or sisters other than Malachi? I have, I have uh, two sisters. One's younger, one's older than me. 
Yeah, they're they're an interesting breed, right, sisters? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talking with you, I got three daughters and one son. You know, watching watching oh, yeah. our, our poor son doesn't know what you know what hit him. You know, <laughs> and so so lastly, and this could be the last question, and we're going to talk about our takeaways. What what's your friends say about your business? Do your friends make comments about what you do and taking off after you know they're all screwing around and playing video games, right? And yeah. I'm sure you're still a kid. You do kid stuff, you know, teen yeah. stuff. But what's your friends, you know, reactions? Uh, some of them are like have like a family business as well. Like one of them has like a their family owns a rental company and he cleans like the rentals, like they're like slingshots or something. And so when he finds like a nice product, he's like, Arthur, you got to try this. Arthur, I got a new pressure wash. You got to check this one out. Like Whoa. he helps me a lot. And he's a great friend. I'm really thankful that God's put him in my life. And some people honestly at school made fun of me. They were like, Arthur, you, and some teachers honestly said, Arthur, without this exam, without these test scores, you'll be nobody in life. You're not going to make it. You'll be under a bridge and stuff like that. And some kids were telling me that you're stupid. Why don't you just stick with your dad and just stay at home? Your parents have enough money where you can stay at home and they can support you. Like just stuff like that. Well, I'm going to tell you, you know, you tell those teachers that, um, you got a plan and a vision. Mm -hmm. uh, I had a teacher tell me I was a special ed kid. So I had some learning disabilities. I had ADD and they didn't know what it was. Yeah. And I actually had a, a counselor tell my grandma when I was in fifth grade that I was partially, and you can't use this term, but I'll use it because it was, it was, it was aimed towards me that I was partially retarded. Yeah. And to some degree, she's probably right. Uh, because I think that's carried on in my long life. But, I went back when I wrote my book and handed her a book. She was still a counselor. Wow. And I said, remember that kid you told that would never amount to anything? I'd be lucky to even be in a factory job and be able to have the mentality. Um, well, I've written a book and, you know, we're, I'm worth a, a couple million bucks. So, yeah. uh, you know, enjoy your day. Yeah. Thing. So don't you know, I don't think I, I don't. I mean, I think you already know this, but keep surrounding yourself like people like your friend. Yeah. Man. Uh, and and you know just distance yourselves from the other ones you know the the more like-minded people you can surround yourself with the better yeah it's funny because i'm making notes and off of what chris just said birds of a feather you know we've heard that right mm -hmm. is that you become who you surround yourself with and i i didn't drop my friends you know from my from my youth um i just couldn't i couldn't drink of the from the same the same water bottle they're drinking from you know is that we had two different outlooks and I still care about them still have my entire life. Um, you know, I grew up in a tough area and they said that I, one of my friends that I lost, it's called Colton. We're a very proud, you know, hardworking, but tough community, you know? And he told me I lost my Colton and I said, no, I just got out of it. You know, there's a difference. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. so, you know, I want to go back on a couple things is passion is, is you nailed that. And, and I think you said it, and, and anybody that's listening to this, I want you to take, I don't care if you're 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, or 70, or 80, 90, I don't care, is I want to take and have you go back on what this young man, A, tainted, okay? He, he, life has been what it has been, but he's seen things very raw, and I, I want you all to take a look at this, passion. You've got to give your 100 I absolutely that's the takeaway for me family okay um god mm -hmm. you know you mentioned that 
um, your friends, who you're surrounding yourself with, is that I, I think this is probably one of the most important. This is podcast 130 for us. It's top five for importance. Because you have a young person nailing the center of the universe for our life and our businesses. No more, no less. And I'm, I'm a little emotional because I had your heart when I was your age. Do not let that heart get soured. Because I did, you know, I let my heart get a little sour and it's been a hard comeback, you know, is do not, do not let anybody get into your ear. Stay this wholesome, hardworking, keep God family and those good friends at the center of everything. Uh, Any, any going away thoughts, you know, a message that you'd like to give to people. I'd like to take in here, you know, so many times, do you ever feel that, that, that the young people kind of get, beat up on a little bit these days yes sir especially in like a business standpoint like a lot of people tell me you're 15 why are you charging this much money for a boat detail and things like that it doesn't really matter about your age it matters about your experience and where your mind is most of the time but most people i guess i've had to cancel several jobs because people of my age and i'm honestly just like all right go hire the other guy honestly who's only had one year of experience and just older than me that's it that's all he has on me hey there's a lot of people that have been doing this for 30 years that are doing it like a rookie. And there's a lot of rookies like you that are doing it better than the people who've been doing it 30 years. Mm-hmm. So I can agree more. So, Hey, do you, on your, on your business, do you have any social media that people can follow you on? Uh, I have Facebook and Instagram. I don't want you to give out your personal stuff cause you're a minor, but if you've got a business side of it, I'd love that to is. have you share that. Go ahead and share. How do people follow you? Uh, on Instagram, which is tagged down below, uh, at the AM Detailing 904. Then Facebook, just search up AM Detailing. It should be our logo, which is says AM Detailing on a boat behind it. it. Looks like my dad's logo. And then YouTube, also AM Detailing. So just that's what I really focus to right now. Nothing really else, but all Facebook brings in the most business. And YouTube, I usually like film videos of like boat detailings and stuff and send it to people. So when they ask, what do you? What do I get in this boat detail? I'll just send it, that to them, so I don't have to write an essay to them about what I'm gonna do. Right on. So, what's the future? Are you gonna go to college? Yes, sir. Are you? Right on. What are you gonna What are you gonna major in? Um, mechanical engineering. Oh heck yeah! Yes, sir. Do you, you have, do you have a school in mind already? Uh, University of Florida. There you go. And, yes, and what what what's your end goal at that? So mechanical engineering. So what do you hope to do when you come out of college? Build boats with my dad. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There yes, you sir. go. Good answer, man. Good what, answer. What kind of, t- tell us a little bit about the kind of boats he builds. What, yeah, let's talk about uh, your company a little bit too. So we have a 26, 33, 36, 37 catamaran, 39, 47. Then our Volano side, it's a 65 and I believe a 72. Holy crud. But What's the center the- consoles, they're – Center console in the big boat to like sport fishes, like the big, crazy looking kind of yacht sport fishing looking boats. That's pretty cool. What? Uh, how can people find your dad's company on on social media? Uh, Instagram at Front Runner Boats, Facebook Front Runner Boats, YouTube Front Runner Boats. I love that name, by the way. Yes, sir. Yeah. Well, hey, listen. There it is. Man, it's been a pleasure. I can't wait to see you next year down in Florida. Yes, sir. 
And uh, you know what? I'm going to give credit to you. So I, I think you've had good parenting. Mm -hmm. I think you've got a great mind. Thank you, sir. You've got a bright future. And you know what? Mom and dad did a great job. But you know what? You're doing a good job on your own of being so respectful. You keep that up. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's uh, stay in contact with us. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, it's it's everybody that's listening again. I hope this 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 podcast is is taken and allowed you to get some some passion of your own, some youthful passion. Is Arthur just offered up some very youthful wisdom? And sometimes it's really good for 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 us, especially as we age, to get some infusion from 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 youth. Don't look at youth as a takeaway. Look at youth as 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 instilling something new, some fresh air into old lungs. And mm -hmm. uh, I really appreciate you. I appreciate you for the moment we met. Uh, stay in contact with us. And, uh, well, I can't wait to watch the ride. You keep, it, yes, keep, us, keep us going, man. Right. When you do something cool so we know what you're doing. <laughs> and, and I want to see yeah. that 50 when you get it, okay? So it better right. be. It better. <laughs> and you know what? I'm going to say this in advance. I want to see the F40 when you get it, too, because I have a feeling yes, you're going to Yes, sir. I bet, bet, bet you a million bucks it'll be red. Yeah. <laughs> I'll bet you two million it will be. Hey, it's the Rennie Dole podcast. Make sure that you take and make a comment, share. We love to hear your comments, especially on this topic. You know, let us know how Arthur, how he, how he kind of brought some fresh air into your lungs, no matter if you're, you're his age or if you're 50 years older, uh, in my case. Let us know what you're thinking and how, uh, how he affected you, because I'd love to share that with him also if you get it. So make sure to share, like, and uh, make suggestions of what you want to hear next. And Arthur, you take care of yourself. Go get busy. Go make some money. Yes, sir. I will. Hey, and also I'm coming for a PNS uh, sponsorship. Yes, sir. There you, go. Next. there you go. Look at that. Look at that. All right, guys. Hey, you take care, Arthur. Thanks a lot, everybody. Yes, sir. No take care. Have a good one, everybody. Bye-bye.